This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome once again to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. we got a really great show lined up for you guys today. Today's topic is, do you have what it takes to be a dog groomer? Really tough question, guys. Uh, do you have what it takes? Do you love animals? Can you handle animals? Are you good with your hands? Are you good with people? Do you have patience? Are you good under stress? Are you good on your feet? I mean, there's just tons and tons of questions that come to be when you're asking if you have what it takes to be a dog groomer. So we're going to answer all these questions and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor, guys. Before the break, we were talking about the topic of do you have what it takes to be a dog groomer? Boy, you know, this is a big question for a lot of people. Uh, you know, I think dog grooming is kind of like the only thing that I have what it takes to do. You know? Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, not that good at anything else, to be honest with you. What did you, well, what did you do before dog grooming? Oh, yeah. No, before, <laughs> that's a good question. Before, my first job was a warehouse job in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And uh, after about a week, you know, my boss came up to me and asked me if I know how to drive a high-low. What, what, what is I, a high-low? I, I, I think I caught I, I, that. I, I would, no, no I, I was like, a high-low? Do I know how to drive a high-low? What's a high-low? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what, is, what is a high-low? I think I have that. You think you have that? No, it's not something that you have. It's not a sickness. It's a machine. Uh, it's like a forklift. You don't catch it. It's a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it was like, you know, like like uh, how you feel sometimes. You know, like, like uh, I feel high sometimes. I feel low sometimes. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> like, obviously, right now, you must feel high. Because, uh, what a question. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. What did you do before dog grooming, Ann? Oh, I'm Taco Bell, beer, rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> listen beer and rollerblading don't mix <laughs> you know? no no the great thing though is when when they mix sometimes because you could do something really stupid and think you looked really cool doing it i don't even know if taco bell and rollerblading mix oh it didn't it didn't if you see some of my old videos uh, you know you could see wow how did you weigh that much and jump off of something that high yeah, yeah, I remember you like trying to do tricks on the rollerblades, and you'd be like, "Yo, Dad, did you see that?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Like, 
What did he do? <laughs> what would you do? I turned around. <laughs> I turned around. Did you turned see around me? real quick? I, I spun around and, and, and took a bite of my burrito and sipped my beer all at the same time. You didn't see that? No, I mean, I mean, job wise. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> I mean, I tried. Remember, I, I tried a bunch of stuff. I never, never really fell into. I tried everything, too. I worked at a grocery store with like 10 of my friends. And within a year, we were all gone except for one. Uh, because <laughs> it was job. only fun. Yeah, it was only fun for like a week until the first time, you know, nobody had a shift together. And then it was just like, okay, I hate this job now. Then most recently was uh, the metal stamping factory. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's like um, it's like you find all these, it's all these tools and stuff, and <laughs> you put them in a machine, and it stamps it stamps holes into sheets, different types of metal and steel and stuff like that for whatever the customer's project they're working on. And that was, man, dude, it, it was like, I would spend like an hour looking for a specific everything is very specific it, it's down to a centimeter and i'd spend an hour looking for the right tool you know punch the hole in the metal and then take it to the inspector and he'd say ah you know it's it's off by a smidgen and off of the centimeters the, 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 the smidgen the smidgen of the centimeter half <laughs> you gotta yeah, do you, it again yeah you gotta do it go find a better <laughs> one or sharpen the one that you found it would just uh, it was it was a nightmare a lot well, of exercise though well listen thank god dog grooming found you then because i don't want to drive a high-low anymore and i'm sure you don't want to uh, risk getting your hand uh, stamped off oh with, yeah with, with a metal digma jigger whatever yeah, you yeah, had there the, me- so. the old metal press yeah <laughs> yeah right the old metal press yeah they sounded yeah. so nice too it was i, I think that was uh that was m&m's job in eight mile that's what he did <laughs> i think Remember? it was too <laughs> it was, that yeah. was his job yeah yep. mm-hmm. oh boy absolutely right. well anyway well we became dog groomers so let's be thankful for that but uh yeah again let's get to this topic here do you have what it takes right off the bat do you love animals? I think this is number one. You can't do this without loving at least dogs and cats. I mean, you don't have to be a full-fledged animal lover like we are, but most people that do get into this business are full-fledged animal lovers. And, uh, you know, were you that kid? Were you that kid that came home with a puppy every other week or a kitten every other month? Were you that kid? And very, very important. You, you know, you can't be a teacher if you don't love kids or admire kids. So you can't really do dog grooming if, uh, if you don't love animals. I mean, it's just a big part of it, you know. And, uh, you know, second, can you handle them? You could love them all you want, but unless you know how to handle animals, you're going to ha- run into a big, big problem if you try dog grooming. Listen, I, you know, I love horses, but you know, listen, I can't handle them. You know, I went for a pony ride once when I was six. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it just you know, but I'm not gonna be trying to you know, you know, pull the reins on a horse anytime soon. And I do love them. So again, can you handle them? And when we say handle them, can you? Do you know how to pick them up properly? Do you know how to keep them on a table properly? Uh, do you know safety? Uh, can you stay away from the mouth of a biting? jack russell that's coming around on you when you're trying to clip its nails you have mm-hmm. to be able to handle these things you know you know another thing is you know do you have good hands are you good with your hands you know i mean anthony's good with his hands but that not in dog grooming that's a whole nother topic oh, right right you know, you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> oh, just, you know but but you know <laughs> but, you know here's the thing too with getting back to handling them you know i feel that like all dogs have like add all dogs suffer from like attention deficit disorder. You got to be able to, you know, keep their attention. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like Anthony, he suffers from ADT. You know, he's like a sloth with ADD. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like you know, slow. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know what? Dogs also suffer from something called uh, AHL, the aggressive hair loss, just like my dad. <laughs> okay. Right. I got you. Man, and I'm not wearing a hat today either. Yeah. You always make me feel really <laughs> you always make me feel really good about myself, Ant. Oh, oh. You too. yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, I'll just I'll, me and my ADD will just, you know, we'll hang out here. You talk. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, let's get back to this. So are you good with your hands? Do you have a steady hand? Can you hold scissors? Can you do precision cutting with scissors, with clippers, with blades? I mean, this job being a dog groomer, it's extensive. Just look at any one of our videos. Go to our YouTube channel. Go to Grooming by Rudy on YouTube, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You have to have precision. You have to be able to scissor, scissor under eyes, scissor the face, scissor ears um, without hurting the dog. Very, very, very important that you know how to handle tools. You know how to handle brushes, clippers, scissors. These are the things that make a dog groomer, of course, along with loving dogs and being able to handle them, you know? Yeah. Another thing you have to focus on too is, you know, are you good with people? It's not just dogs. You have to be good with the owners too. You have to establish a trust. Nine out of 10 times when people drop off their dog, they're nervous about it. They don't want to leave their baby. So you have to reassure them. You have to be good with people. You can't be the type of person that's going to be standoffish or mean to a person. You might be really great with dogs, but you know you don't get along with people all that well. It's still, you got to kind of hone that wheel too and, and be an all-around good dog groomer, meaning you know keep people calm reassure them that their dog is going to be fine and then in doing that you know you have to step up and and make sure you do keep their dog safe and and out of harm's way and try your best not to hurt them in any way so you got to be good with dogs and people i feel like um because as a groomer you forget to put yourself in in the customer's shoes because uh if you're a dog groomer you don't have to take your dog to a groomer because I would assume that you do it yourself. So, you know, you have to kind of understand where the customers are coming from when they're a little bit nervous and stuff that, you know, imagine you had to drop your dog off somewhere and somebody was going to hold scissors up to them. I mean, you get nervous when you take your dog to the vet, right? So, you know, it's the same thing. It's the only time a groomer actually feels kind of like what a customer feels is, you know, this person has to leave you their, their family member, their little family member, and then go about their day. So, of course, they're going to be nervous and they have to right. trust you. Otherwise, they're going to go somewhere else or they're going to give up on the process and all, all together. And then the dog's going to end, you know, that's not good for the dog. So, it all starts with first impressions and right. feeling, uh, you know, being able to right. deal with people and understand customers. It's very important. Right, exactly. It's a good point. And a lot of dogs, too, in, in the situation, they're not great at getting groomed. They don't want to get groomed. And, and some of the owners know that. So, again, they're kind of apprehensive because they never want their dog to be the bad dog or, you know, the dog that gives you a hard time either. So, again, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like sending your kid to school. You don't want your kid to be the bad one. Yeah. And again, like you have to as a groomer, like, for example, you know, you have to be able to handle the whole concept of dog grooming, it's not just grooming dogs. It's just, it's not an easy thing. It's, a, it's actually a very, very, very difficult job to have. For example, we have a dog coming in tomorrow. First time groom. The woman said that her dog hates when you touch its rear. Mm. Okay. Well, listen, this is going to keep me up all night. 
Sure. You know, because now I have to worry about touching this dog's rear. She says the dog will bite at you when you touch its rear. I'm not so afraid of getting bitten. It's not the getting bitten part that bothers me. It's just that if I'm working her rear or shaving her butt area with a blade and she comes around and jolts, I may cut her. She may end up getting nicked. And this is what we, the bigger fear is that we never want to hurt the dog. But even a dog coming around trying to bite, in that motion, you know, if you're shaving a belly, if you're shaving like a penis area or something like that, if they come around and go to bite you, you can cut them. You know, yeah. um, again, these are the things that you need to handle as a dog groomer and you have to put yourself somewhere and say, okay, I'm not going to let my fear get the best of me. I have to feel confident about this and do whatever it takes to make that dog feel comfortable enough to allow me to do this all in your first introduction of that dog. There's no time to get to know the dog. It's, uh, you know, you just, you have to kind of just hit the ground running with this and be able to handle a dog that doesn't want to get groomed. Yeah. Yeah. Usually is if uh, like for like small dogs, you know, you see the, usually the first thing we do is either me or you, if it's small and lets us hold it is uh, the first thing we'll do is kind of like put them in our arms and kind of walk them around the store a little bit. And just to show we're not going to hurt you. Yeah. Sniff around, sniff the air. Sniff around. Yeah. You know, we try not to, I mean, we don't really put them on the ground too much because you just, you know, you never know. It's, it's just safer to hold them, but we still give them like a tour almost Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, Hey, look, this is where you're going to spend the next couple hours. Feel, uh, you know, I hold the small dogs like close to my, my chest kind of like, you know, feel my, uh, feel my heartbeat. I'm not freaking out on you. I'm not scared, you know, because dogs will pick up on all that. Your fear, if you're nervous, you know, you got to chill them out a little bit. Uh, Sure. For, you know, a new dog that, I mean, yep. I, you, know, you know me, I pretty much do that with any dog that lets me hold it because we love dogs, but, uh, right. you know, especially with a new one, because you got to kind of let it know, Hey, they're going to come back for you. Everything is okay. We love yeah. you. We're not going to hurt you. We're going to help you. You need this. And right. you know, it's a small step doesn't always work, but it, yeah. You know. Yeah. You're trying to keep the people calm. You're trying to keep the dog calm and you're trying to keep yourself calm because yeah. again, you just want to be able to groom that dog and give it back in one piece and give it back not only in one piece, but smelling good with a new haircut. You want to be able to do your job, but the job is not always as simple as it seems. And it's always different with every dog. You know, yeah. um, even a good dog, we always say this, even a really well-behaved dog is a challenge to groom. Sure, you know, It's just that type of job. There's nothing easy about it. It sounds impossible sometimes, but you have to create a stress-free environment out of an environment that can be very stressful so it sounds impossible but it's totally possible and completely necessary so you have to figure out ways to do that because the experience needs to be all around good like you just said it has to be good for the customer it has to be good for the dog you know and it has to be good for the groomer too because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to do the dog again if all those things right. weren't met. It's true. You as a groomer, I mean, some groomers can handle more than others. I can't handle a whole lot. You know? no. <laughs> Good well, some groomers are fearless. Uh, you know. some, I have seen some groomers just fearless, which I guess that's part of it too. You do have to put yourself in a mode of, of confidence like that. But um, another thing you have to think about, too is are you good on your feet and i mean not dancing i don't mean going out ballroom dancing <laughs> oh, i mean i, I thought mean, that's what you meant 
<laughs> I mean, are you good standing for really long hours? Because that's a whole nother thing too. You're usually standing up. It's very, very physical. You're standing all day, usually on a hard floor because most dog grooming shops have a tile floor, so it's easy to clean. So you're standing on a very hard floor. Yes, there are some things, there's some mats you could put down to help out with that. But in most cases, you're standing all day. I have very bad varicose veins, but, I, <laughs> but I, I've had my varicose veins since I was like four though. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, oh. I don't, I just inherited them from my dad. Well, he worked hard. He did, but man, my varicose <laughs> veins are gross. My varicose veins are popping. They're <laughs> they're, they're popping and locking. Yeah, and they're popping and locking. Varicose. What did, say, what did you say that one day that cracked me up? We had a horrible day. It was like a ten dog day, yeah. and it was it was long. And, and you, what did you say? I, I said, Aunt, I feel like I'm standing on my ankles right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like that. like I have no more. Feet. Right, it's like, just ankles yeah. now. Right, the my, feet my, my are feet, done. My feet were numb. You know, <laughs> I had no I, more feet. I couldn't hold. You brought me to a knee with that. I <laughs> thought that was so funny, and I know it was a bad day. It wasn't wasn't a great day. We did get through it, and mm. I just remember that's what you said to me when you put the last dog away and you were finished. You said, "Ann, I feel like I'm standing on my ankles." I took a knee, laughing yeah. because I just thought that was so funny. You didn't get a chance to sit not once that entire day. I'll oh, never forget no. it. it. was and it was like a nine dog day. We mm-hmm. worked like a straight eight hours. Straight through, I yeah. I didn't sit once, mm-hmm. you know. But again, man, this is what you could look forward to. It's a very very hard job, you know. Again, loving loving animals, great, but not enough. You mm-hmm. really have to be. Unfortunately, uh, in, right in my opinion, you have to be in shape for this job. You have to be good socially in all aspects people dogs you know you have to socialize with the dogs and you know you have to keep everybody safe too you're babysitting all day you got a nine dog day the dogs have to uh, actually get to know each other too not that we let them mingle with one another we keep them all in separate crates i just it's much safer in my opinion that's how we we do it i think it's funny a lot of the dogs that are on schedule on the same like six week or four week schedule, they all get to know each other. I think oh, it's yeah. hysterical. They, yeah, they yeah, see they, each other every four weeks yep. and, and they, yeah. they start, hey, it's you again. How's it going? You know? Absolutely. Our cages, <laughs> it's hilarious because our cages that are lower to the floor, all the dogs that, that, like you said, they know each other when, you know, they'll come in and they'll go up to the cages and they'll sniff and they'll wag and they'll say hi. And, oh, you got some poop stuck to your butt yeah. today. Whoa, what, were we, what were you doing in the past four weeks? Good to see you. Good, Good to see you. Yeah, you know. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, uh, did you check out Muffin after a grooming? Looks pretty good, you know what I'm saying? I think I might ask her, you know. <laughs> I haven't seen her in four to six weeks. She <laughs> took about a pound off. No, she's looking good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How are the dogs, you know, John Travolta all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know. You know? I was just wondering that myself. I don't know. <laughs> it's we just funny. It was, yeah. it was fun, though. That's fun. It's good. No, it's true, though. If they could talk, I think that they would. And, you know, and some of the dogs are really pretty and handsome. We get certain mm-hmm. dogs that are just so pretty and hand- and they would make a good couple. You all, know? The, all the time. All <laughs> the time. And some of them, did, well, remember uh, even with uh, Lacey, we had uh, it, my dog, Sushi, at the time. He, yeah, with Lacey. We, yeah, what? and then we had a – yep, he was – I would bring him in the store all the time. Even if he didn't need a grooming, he would just kind of hang out. And, uh, yeah, he liked it here. And uh, and then we had a black pug. And, um, 
Yeah, Lacey. And uh, they loved each other. It just, um, yeah. It was like they both knew that they were pugs. Exactly. Yeah. There's actually, there's a, I got to find that picture. I took a picture of them. I got to put it yeah. on, our, on our Instagram. They're um, so cute. Yeah. We kind of made them into a, our little like pseudo couple because yeah. uh, our pug was handsome and, and Lacey was such a pretty little pug. She's so cute. And she still is. And yep. um, yeah. So they were yeah. they were a nice little handsome cute couple. Yep. I think uh, I think Springers are beautiful. They're pretty. Springers yeah. are Springers actual are pretty. pretty dogs. So did you and the Bichon that won the mm-hmm. uh, best in show in the Westminster? What a beautiful dog! Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're just the be- dogs are just beautiful. And again, it's one of the things that we love to do. The dog grooming thing is because we are around these cute little pups, you know. So mm-hmm. in, in that sense, it's a lot of fun. But again, we want to talk about, you know, do you have what it takes? Do you want to do this as a profession? Again, keeping in mind. Uh, very, very physical. Very, very right. physical. Um, right. Right. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, we're going to go to break and we're going to elaborate a little bit more when we come back. You're listening to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Licker Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licko Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V, talking about if you have what it takes to be a dog groomer. We covered a lot of stuff. We covered do you love animals, can you handle animals, are you good with your hands, stuff like that, all that stuff along those lines. And um, some of it's very challenging, but we're about to start going into some of the more positive things uh, that, uh, you know, more uh, pro than con that's right. As difficult as the job is, it's also a very, very rewarding job. Uh, nothing feels better than, you know, cleaning a dirty dog, you know, making sure that that dog is clean, that hasn't been bathed in, in weeks, or, you know, defleeing a dog that you know has fleas and has had fleas for weeks, if not maybe even months. There's nothing more rewarding than killing those fleas and making that dog feel comfortable. So as far as I don't think that there's a more rewarding job than dog grooming. It's right up there with, you know, teaching or anything else, or even like a dentist who helps someone with their, you know, a cavity and making their pain go away. Very, very rewarding as much as it is difficult. Yeah. It's just one of, one of the many things that we love, or you could look forward to in becoming a dog groomer. Yeah. I remember when we did that, um, we had the dog excuse me, that did the, uh, we had the flea uh, dermatitis video that we posted yeah. on our channel. This poor thing, he had flea dermatitis, uh, flea bite dermatitis. And, um, you know, the poor thing. And it felt so good to help him out. And right. we got all the fleas and, and he was so, so thankful and it was soothing. Yeah. And, and it was like, that's, it was very rewarding. Uh, sure. To not only help this dog, but to be able to have the opportunity to make a video about it that where hopefully we helped a lot more dogs that have that. 
Yep, that, you know, you could just see the smiles on their owner's faces, you know, when they come pick up. Now the dog's getting all this attention and he's going home and he's getting all this attention because he smells good and he feels good. Just getting that reaction from the owner as soon as you bring the dog out, usually. Yeah, <laughs> you're, usually, you're always, usually. Usually. You We're know, pretty you are, fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I got, you know, you know, you're going to get that, you know, oh my God, she looks so cute or he looks so beautiful. He's so shiny. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, every so often, yes, you are going to get that. I don't like the way he did his bangs. Yeah, right. Yeah, but a lot lot of times the favorite phrase is the last time. Yeah, the last time. The last Uh, time uh, it was a little bit. Yeah. You mean the last time you didn't call me, you know, for for (laughs) six weeks to tell me what you didn't like and now you want me to fix it? It's a little too late, right? So, but no, but again, we're getting back into the cons. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, sorry. We're slowly turning into John Travolta again. (laughs) You know, the last time they groom my dog i didn't like the way i didn't like the way the bangs came out you know what i'm saying i mean, I mean jesus christ jesus uh-huh. you know where's double j get double j down here shape up God. with the groomers <laughs> you don't like it you don't like it all right oh that's a funny that's a funny video we gotta tell you something this is the last time i bring my dog here all right <laughs> but anyway you know another thing is that we get to we get to play with the dogs yeah after all that hard work it's the best time because the dogs feel good now now we can we can pet them and we can tell them how good they were i mean they're dogs who doesn't want to be around dogs and puppies it, it is fun that part of it is amazing Right. This is where the part of do you love dogs comes into play because it's also important, not just on a they're so cute level, but it's now you can play with them and, uh, you know, you know, spend some time with them because that's when a dog's on the grooming table that tends to be a completely different dog than when they're finished and happy and comfortable again. And they want to play with you, too. Most exactly. Yeah, because they're so happy to be uh, groomed. And and, you know, a lot of the dogs, especially the really well natured ones, they know when they're done. As soon as you get like the finishing spray or we just give that, you know, what a good dog what a good dog you were they start wagging their tail as soon as i pick up the spray they know they're done they're so happy to just to be finished it's exciting it's just fun to be around dogs and cats again it's that's the part of it that like you said and that you just love you know you that that's where the love comes in and yeah dogs they have a lot of love to give sometimes you know like sometimes we say you know grooming is difficult well sometimes it's difficult not because the dog is a biter or aggressive or anything sometimes it's difficult because the dog just wants to play with you the whole time that's how that's how kind and loving some dogs can be where it's like you have to actually stop playing and having fun you you gotta work on them and that's a challenge in itself but that's a right that just goes to show that dogs really most dogs anyway really they love you they want to play with you they want to hang they don't want to work any more than you do you know (laughs) exactly yeah and and you know what that's a good point it is work to them you know for Mm -hmm. them to have to stand there and be obedient you know it's a high expectation to ask of this animal that would much rather just be running around his backyard or you know laying down on his you know, favorite couch somewhere in his house. So yeah, the dog is actually working with you. It's a really good point. It's not just you working. The dog is working too. It really is as weird as it sounds. You have to come together. You really do have to mesh with the dog on every level. And that comes with time too. It's not something that you do right away. When you first start dog grooming, you're going to be learning something about dogs and yourself, your entire career. I mean, I learn every day. 
every single day. As long as I've been doing this, I'm still learning every day. And, and uh, you know, your veteran dog groomers out there know what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, it's something yeah. that uh, you start to kind of really mesh with and tap into. Right. Well, that's that's why I love where we're at right now. Just the industry itself, you know, us doing the show, us having the channel, um, other groomers that have uh, successful YouTube channels that I hope keep going themselves, where there is so much information out there now, so much more than it was. And it's so important, even just thinking about things on the level that we're discussing them right now, you know, showing love here, showing love there, like uh, play, hold the dog, whatever, you know, whatever we're talking about is also important. It's stuff that wasn't really being discussed on this level earlier. I was doing some research the other day and I read that since 1994, the pet industry as a whole has it's risen 269 percent since 1994. Yeah. Wow. It's getting huge, and the grooming industry alone has turned into a $42 billion industry. $42 billion? Yeah. Whoa. What groomers are making that? How come they ain't called me? $42 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, really? Yeah, it's, it's, Damn. It's, it's out there, man. I don't I made, know what wow. you mean. I made like 42 bucks yesterday. <laughs> Damn. That's, yeah. No, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's cra- it is crazy. But I love the direction that it's going in. I love that. And over time, we're going to be reaching more and more people. And other groomers are doing the same thing, and yeah. it's a good thing. I think we mentioned this in past in uh, last week's episode or the week before, where I want groomers to uh, sort of uh, it needs to be like hands across the world with groomers. Yeah. This is not something that should be competitive in any way. I think that there, you know, like groomers multiple. Thousands and thousands of all these groomers should only exist because certain dogs take to certain people better. But I don't think that any groomers should be in competition with each other because we're all doing the same thing and we're all trying to help these dogs. And no groomer ever started grooming because they hated dogs. So uh, exactly, you know, yeah. I I, I want to help you, other groomers. Right. I don't think you could do this job no. if you hate dogs. You just can't. Or a vet, or a trainer. If you don't like dogs, and forget right off the bat, just forget. You could forget everything because that's just gonna your patience will be limited and along with everything else. But with those statistics, the 42 billion, the 269% rise, uh, I mean, it it just poses the question of like, we need, we need more groomers. We need more vets. We need more trainers. We need more schools. We need more young people getting on board, looking at this. We're not just young, midlife people or older people, whatever. We just, we, we need more people looking at this as a profession, not just something that they do on the side. A lot of, lot of groomers are making a decent living doing this and really should be, in my opinion, be making even a better living. I personally feel groomers are underpaid. Sure. You know, but that's just my opinion, uh, you know, and not, and not that I am because I'm doing okay. It's just that I think there's a lot of groomers out there that, you know, they might just not be in the greatest of areas or there's a big difference between having a grooming shop in Manhattan and, you know, having a grooming shop in somewhere, you know, on a farm in Alabama, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? So I think the profession, again, going along with the industry is on such an uprise that we really do need to address maybe the problem of just not enough outlets, not enough schools, not enough people teaching. That's, again, part of our show. We want to get it out there. 
We're looking to teach, you know, just our YouTube channel alone. I mean, we're just trying to get as much info out there. I personally want to get young people started. I think that it's a great industry to get into. And I think that it's only going to grow and get better. Like you said, you know, yeah, it's just going to get better. I think that it's important that people look at animals in general as this one huge ball of what should be a profession. I think even if you're just a, a pet owner, you should still be a professional at that. Like you That's should right. be a professional dog owner. And honestly, they are making strides to make sure that happens. We had a customer who was going to adopt a new poodle. You should have heard the questionnaire that they had yeah. him doing. Mm-hmm. He was letting us, sure. he was telling us about it because at the from time the he thought it was, yeah, mm-hmm. from the breeder. They mm-hmm. aren't even letting you get dogs anymore unless you they're looking for experience they're looking for you know what kind of like they want to come to your house and check it out and honestly i love that it's like adopting a child you Mm -hmm. know they they want to know that the puppy that they place in your home is going to a really good home that you're familiar with them and you're familiar with that you know having a dog on and some of them are kind of a little apprehensive as far as like first-time dog owners they really really want to make sure you know what you're doing what to expect again it's just all this information crucial crucial to the industry we're dog groomers so we're like we're pro dog groomer we really want to reach out like you said to other groomers and and again anybody looking to get into this industry do your research contact us if you have any questions suggestions contact us you know you could reach us right through pet life radio send us through our channel send us an email any questions you might have, I mean, because we, we can only do so much in a half an hour show. There's so much more to dog grooming than just what we've talked about today. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, real quick, I want to, uh, while we have a second here, we're about to wrap up, but sure. whether you're listening to this on Pet Life or you're listening to it on our channel, we want to thank you guys who are listening and who are watching our videos because over the last couple of weeks, our channel has really gone insane <laughs> and we're like super excited about it yeah, where we don't even crazy. know what, what to do anymore where it's <laughs> yeah. like, wow, okay. Um, All right. So and it wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it was not expecting that. We, you know, we posted a video like three weeks ago. It already has almost 10,000 views and, and it's just like, wow, like it's moving and we've been getting a lot of comments lately that are really, really nice and from you guys out there who just love pets and just giving your insights and giving even um, we're getting emails to just requests even like, oh, can you do another Sheltie video? Can you do another Schnauzer video? So we're reaching people and we're getting the exact response we want. We're not even just looking for thank yous. We want more questions. We want requests because that means that you're watching maybe, maybe you're watching a video on a Sheltie and then you're saying, okay, but I I have a Schnauzer. So can you do something with that? That means you're taking a a serious interest in it and you're not even, our subscribers Subscribers aren't just subscribing even just because, oh, like these guys seem nice. Like you're subscribing because you want more information and you're taking an active role in being a better pet owner or a potential dog groomer or both. So yeah. just, uh, we, I just, I don't know. I wanted to thank you guys for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to thank all the people that have subscribed to our channel. We so appreciate it. And, and like you just said, the, the channel's going nuts. We've gotten like, yeah. you know, our subscribers are up like whatever, you know, 200%, 300% yeah. Yeah. this month. So we, we really, really appreciate it. Right. It's been a great, great month and a, an exciting month for yeah. the channel. And it's just, 
we have so many ideas and stuff. I mean, it's only two of us, so it's hard for us to pump out more videos and stuff. Luckily, we have the radio show. That's our most consistent thing. So we get to at least address some questions and some topics that come up in emails and stuff and try to answer as many questions as possible. But for you guys who have subscribed already, just thank you so much. And just, uh, you know, keep coming back because we're going to be posting a lot of stuff. And spread the word if you can to any other pet owners, friends that you have um, that might use our help, could use our help. And we're yeah, we love just you guys. Wanna, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We do. I just want to say one thing before we go and you can wrap it up. I just want to say if there is anybody out there that thinks that they do have what it takes and you truly, truly love animals, go out there, take some action, find out if maybe dog grooming is for you. And if it is, take some action, get into a good grooming school and definitely good luck to anybody that chooses this profession. I'm excited to see it grow even more. Oh yeah, it's going to grow. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks so much for stopping by guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't done so already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, ask us questions, all that stuff. We want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook, follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram, and you could also follow Grooming by Rudy on Twitter. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.